The following episode of the Wednesday audio was in fact recorded on a Tuesday. That makes the Wednesday audio for the first time ever not contractually released on Wednesday, or rather not recorded on Wednesday. So over the next period where I refer to the podcast being recorded on Wednesdays, released on a Wednesday, and exclusively about Wednesdays, that statement is incorrect. The podcast this week that is called The Wednesday Audio is actually the Tuesday Wednesday Audio, or if you want to get very specific, it is actually the Wednesday Audio recorded on Tuesday that isn't about Wednesday, that was formerly about Wednesday, that will next week return to being about Wednesday, recorded on a Wednesday, and exclusively about Wednesdays. So to, to just to remind you, this podcast this week is still about Wednesdays. It's, it's fiercely, vigorously about Wednesdays, but it is not recorded on a Wednesday. I apologize deeply for the situation we have found us in this week. Unfortunately, it cannot be rectified. The podcast needs to be recorded on a Tuesday. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I missed my cue there, didn't I? I didn't get it as slick as I did last week. Welcome to the Wednesday audio, formerly recorded on a Wednesday, unfortunately now recorded on a Tuesday, but only for one week. We return back to Wednesdays next week. How was your Wednesday? I don't know how my Wednesday is because it is currently not Wednesday, it's actually Tuesday. So welcome to the Wednesday audio, even though it's actually Tuesday. I think we should go with the listener missives as usual. And there's been, there's been, there's been some very interesting developments this week on the listener missives, actually. Um, We've got a Mike war, we've potentially got a John war developing this all happened during the week whilst I was on Twitter. Yeah, we, we've we've got some competition here, folks. It's getting it's getting scary at this side. Let's uh, yeah. let's talk about some of that. Let's put let's put the drunks on. We've got so much to get through this week. I I fear that this podcast is really more turning into you send me a message, I read it out, and there's no time for any other content. Sorry, content. So we have to just, we've just fit it in at the end, the last minute. We just got to fit in the, the, the content. Anyway, so we've got listener missives as always, and Thomas J. Bevan, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's been some very interesting developments this week. He said, obviously, there's been a downturn in quality compared to when you had that wonderful guest on. I don't remember having a wonderful guest on. I remember having a man on who has since recorded with me, gone on to cheat on me on another podcast. That's all I remember. I don't remember his name. He's been blanked out of my history. I will never speak to him again. He rightly says that factions are forming against the surprisingly growing I don't like your tone. Against the surprisingly growing listenership. Wow, put my teeth back in. And it appears there's going to be a war between Johns. And he says, on a positive note, now this is more what we like. I admire your courage for bravely standing up to the self-improvement cabal. If you are found dead in a freezing cold shower with a cup of black coffee in your hand and a toxicology report, 
that shows you had massive amounts of creatine and kratom in your system at the time of your death, I will know that it was the content cabal that put out the hit. And I will avenge you, my friend. That's, um... Thomas. Thomas is now in the ban words bin because he cheated on me on another podcast. Yeah, last week I had another go at James Clear. We now have the very successful feature that James Clear says on this podcast. I am slowly moving towards the fact that James Clear will wipe me out at some point. If indeed James Clear is actually a person, as I have discussed many times, I still believe he's an alien and he's making content for aliens. I don't think he's a real person, so I'm not too worried. And then John got in touch. Hello, John. As always, he's always the second or the first comment. Um, he says, maybe claims Jeer. I like claims Jeer. I really like claims Jeer. That's better than James Clear. Maybe if I call him claims Jeer. In fact, why why is the James Clear says not called Jeer claims? Or claims Jeer says. I'm thinking out loud there. I'll work it out. He says, maybe when Claims Gia realises the futility of his task and the certainty of his fate at making all the content that he makes, he's freed to realise the absurdity of his audience building situation and to reach a state of contented acceptance. So now formally, what we are trying to push on people is to remove the Claims Gia situation and develop a state of content-ed acceptance the state of contented acceptance. And I said, maybe we'll red pill James Clear into into seeing the error of, errors of his ways by 2015 of this podcast. And imagine four more years of the Wednesday audio. Imagine that. Imagine you sat there still listening to the Wednesday audio in four years' time. Imagine how good that'll feel. And then John said, after four years of the Wednesday audio, we can compile them all together into one long stream of consciousness. And by the way, I will absolutely, once there's been four years of the Wednesday audio, I will make you a YouTube thing where it's just one long 60-hour audio piece that you can listen to in your uh, leisure. And then finally, Mike 2 got in touch. Mike 2 got in touch. Mike, too, is in touch. Uh, it's, it's so good that Tim... No, Tim. You're going to hit it, Tim. No, no. Swerve, swerve. <laughs> Tim's hit that hit that bird again. Mike, too, got in touch after Mike Wars started last week, and he said he's not much of a fighter, and he believes his mi- these mics should stick together. What's since developed after the Mike War that started in the last episode... They actually had a bit of a sparring on Twitter, and I don't think they're friends anymore. So, Mike 1, please let me know what you think about Mike 2. They're trying to bury the hatchet, but I don't want you to bury the hatchet because it gives me a content for this podcast. And then finally, we need to get on to the ban words bin. So, this week, the ban words bin, very simple. We've got leverage, so leverage is now in the ban words bin. We've got cadence. I've developed a dislike for the word cadence, so cadence is now in the ban words bin, along with leverage. And also, I'm throwing in the bleep itself this week, so the bleep is also going to be bleeped, 
which means that every time the bleep is now used, it needs to be double bleeped. So when we do leverage, it now needs to be leverage because the bleep itself has also turned on itself. So the bleep needs to be bleeped. I now need to find a further bleep to bleep the bleep bleep. So cadence is now We've got a double bleep going on now. That's the situation we've ended up in. We've gone to meta bleeps. I'm aware that this sounds like I've lost my mind, and in fact, I have. So, we're nearly there. Ban words bin is done. We've done the listener missives. Um, all we've got left now is my favourite feature of the week, and that is James Clear says. So each week, so you don't have to, I wade the dirty, sodden, sweaty, yellowing, dying archives of Claims Gia's website to bring you an insight so you don't have to go to his website. I am bravely going to James Clear's website each week, sorry, Claims Gia, to find you a nice insight, right? So you don't have to go to Claims Gia's website anymore. And this week, we've got an amazing one. It's got an article on the website. The article says, The Proven Path to Doing Unique and Meaningful Work. So he's got the answer. Claims Gia has worked out the answer. The Proven Path for Doing Unique and Meaningful Work. It's the thing we all want. Everybody wants that. This is what Claims says. The proven path to doing unique and meaningful work is to stay on the bus. That's all you've got to do. You know what, though? I, I'm going to get on my IRS now. I've noticed that all of Claims Gia's articles on his website, they're just long streams of other people's articles. Every single article is a meta article about something else that he's read somewhere else. So the proven path to doing unique and meaningful work for him is basically staying consistent, which is essentially true, but so basic, so basic, bitch, that you cannot put that in an article. So the way that he dresses up the the advice is by having stay on the bus. And stay on the bus is apparently something that somebody gave advice from a very long time ago. So the majority of the article is actually about staying consistent, but that doesn't really get the clicks or the likes because everybody else has already said staying consistent. So what he does is dress up it by giving it a title, The Proven Path to Doing Unique and Meaningful Work. Now, when he's given it that title, it's given it a little bit of a clickbait title. So now people want to click on it because who doesn't want to do unique and meaningful work? I want to do unique and meaningful work. That's why I'm making the Wednesday audio, obviously. So I go over to this article and I start reading the article and it's got it's got a very nice introduction. It doesn't seem like the typical advice. It begins by telling me the Helsinki bus station theory. Oh, that sounds pretty interesting, Craig. Maybe I'll continue listening to it. Then he goes into a little bit of a a little bit of an explanation of the guy who invented the Helsinki bus station theory. And then from there, you kind of read it and before you know it, you've read it too much of the article and you you've been on Claims Gia's website too long. And then you get further down 
And then he starts talking about fucking 8 by 10 view camera color snapshots and people lying on the beach. And then towards the end of the article, or at least in the in the middle, it introduces the concept, or rather metaphor, of staying on the bus. And at this point, when we get to the staying on the bus thing, you start to think, oh, maybe this isn't such an original idea because... All it says at this point is, it's simple, stay on the bus, stay on the fucking bus, because if you do, in time, you will begin to see a difference. So now I'm thinking, well, what is the bus? I don't understand. Why am I staying on the bus? I live in Barnsley. I don't want to stay on the bus. I want to get off the bus. The bus is full of horrible people and they're all smelly. But no, this is a metaphorical bus that's being talked about here. This is the Helsinki bus station theory remember this is not life this is theory so now you start to realize oh maybe this is a metaphor for something else and now you're about three quarters of way down the article and then again it says why because you stayed on the bus and then there's a useful nice little graphic that could be shared on twitter and maybe you could put it in your your inevitable tweet thread that you're going to write which is seven things about how i learned to stay on the bus and then you go down to the next bit and now finally now we get to the punchline. And you know what the punchline of the article is? Well, the bus was metaphorical, obviously. Obviously, the bus was metaphorical. What is the bus, really? It's about staying on the bus, about being the last person on the bus. And if you're the last person on the bus, you are the most consistent. And now the metaphors are revealed to you. And now you've realized that you've just spent far too long on Claims Gear's website to just discover that the the result of all your hard work, the real proven path to doing unique and meaningful work is simply staying on the metaphorical fucking bus. I've had enough. I, I've had enough. No, I, I, I was, I was going to go into the content. I had source history and everything, but we're done. Yeah, we, we, we're done. Let's uh, see you later. Staying on the fucking bus. Jesus Christ. <sighs>